0: she going to be my new ringtone.
1: Really? Yeah. She looks like fucking twenty. Such like a beautiful voice. It's like a very bluesy soulful voice. It's going to take me to sleep every night because he's got to come out of my room and kill me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right.
1: Welcome, Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to Scotlandian vs. Evil, episode thirty. What? What? Halloween, what? 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 Halloween special. I definitely can't believe we made it to thirty. No. This is tremendous. As much like my own life, I'm surprised I'm still alive too, and I'm surprised that this podcast is still alive also. In fact, yeah, this podcast is now still a year younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Liam. I'm Scott. The oldest shit one. We're going to talk about our favourite movies from the Halloween series, but avoid the cliche of picking Halloween 1, which is by far the best. Halloween or 2 is also then the second best. Avoiding one. the um, Rob Zombie. No, not avoiding that, because oh, they were you, still you good. talk about no, because I thought they were good. I'm not going to talk about them, but I enjoyed them. Well, I think we
0: should go in straight in then with uh, my pick, and I picked Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Happy, happy Halloween, 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 happy, happy Halloween, Happy have
1: Halloween! Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. The most misleading title in all of cinematic history. Yeah. Halloween 3. Fuck all to do with yeah, my yeah, If you're talking about...
0: Just you wait until you go to your pack. and I'll tell you a misleading title.
1: Season of the Witch. Nothing to do with witches. They might uh, as well have called it. No, it us, was. It was a wee bit to do with witches. There was no, a wee bit of a, at the end. They might as well have just called it The Haunted Mask after the Goosebumps book. I fucking love Goosebumps. I love <clears throat> Goosebumps as well. So, yeah. Season of the Witch. The worst of the Halloween series nineteen eighty two, it was directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, who actually also directed It and Fright Night Part Two. Well, where they go? And I think John Carpenter did it, actually he, he did the music produced. for it. Ah oh, yes yeah. mm. produced it. But whoever wrote the original script wanted it to be really psychological and more like a, a kind of thriller, but the production company wanted more violence, so he went, well take my fucking name right off it and then add more violence in the script's basically the same. So, so the guy who
0: wrote it took his name off it because because he, he wanted to get too much gold <clears throat> well either t- to get out of that then they've just on the DVD I've got they've uh, just gave Tommy Lee Wallace the credit of writing and directing Well have we uh-huh. Well.
1: Hmm? so I imagine it, so you get the credit of writing you get more money and you didn't even do it all oh, you did was just add gory scenes hmm? uh, kids all over America want silver shamrock masks for Halloween Dr Daniel Chalice seeks to uncover a plot by silver shamrock owner Conal Cochrane. This is the weakest of the Halloween series. I don't care what you say, it's decided. So moving on, Halloween 6
0: <laughs> <laughs> As I watched this today for this podcast, right? I, I think I look back in this movie fondly, mainly for the Wee Tune and, and forget everything else about it because it's quite it is quite slow. It is more a, a thriller try to get to the bottom of the, the guy who runs the factory who's creating these masks and what he's what his ultimate plan is and then you find out and, and it gets a wee bit, you know, bonkers. Nonsensical illogical but I think no, if, if simple <laughs> the biggest the biggest flaw that happened to this movie was calling it a Halloween movie like putting it yeah. as, as Halloween because you'd already done one and two both with Michael Myers so uh, you would, it would assume that if it was Halloween 2 season witch, it would have been received maybe a lot better you'd already gave people a, a continuation of Michael Myers to then change it and that's where the, the mistake was if they just called it Season of the Witch it might have had a better reaction a response because it's not that bad as a standalone movie it's only because of that negative reaction of it being part of that franchise that it's that people just dismiss it straight away and it's got nothing to do with witches well it does there's a, there's a bit of
1: witchness in it then but the background behind it first uh-huh. is after Halloween 2 uh, the plan with John Carpenter was to make a new Halloween movie each year and make it like an anthology so after one and 2 or Mike Myers 3 was going to be about these masks mm-hmm. 4 was going to be about something completely different and that was his plan. But this I think it made its money back, but it still had a poor show at the box office. So then after that the producers and the film companies decided, No, let's go back to the Michael Myers story. That's what folk want. Let's give them it. I believe as well,
0: um, because recently another podcast I listened to, they um spoke about Halloween four. And I believe the story is that John Carpenter came back on for that movie, wanted to like end it, kill Michael Myers but the studio says no. He doesn't. He doesn't Aye. die. He keeps going, and I think then that's when he stepped out and says, right, "We'll find him. That's me. I'm out."
1: Even though he created the characters and
0: it's his baby. So, starts off with this guy running away from a factory. When he's, you he can see he's got something in his back pocket. It turns out it's one of the masks. But He's running away from people who are chasing him in a car, and these guys are in well put together in their suits and stuff. So they're coming up. The guy grabs him behind the car. Start strangling him, and then the, another car rolls down the hill and squashes him between two cars. And I thought he's kind of died like Anton Yelchin did. And then so they let so rest in peace, yeah. So that lets our guy get away, runs away, um, eventually gets into the police station or into the, the hospital, I think. And he's and he's telling, trying to tell people the story. It sounds nonsensical, he's trying to say there's something up, and then he dies. And that's when we get the doctor who was working on this dead man when he came in the hospital. And his daughter comes in to try and see what's happened, yeah. what happened to her dad So that's where we get the two main characters that we're following, following through the, the movie To try and figure out She's on a mission to figure out what happened to her dad Which then leads the both of them into the mission to figure out what's happening with the masks As it all ties in There is the the TV ad play. We get that pretty much straight away Because his two kids, as you see, uh, as he goes home He buys them the wrong masks The mum's already bought them the silver shamrock masks And they're watching the advert on the telly It's counting down be here at 9 o'clock for the giveaway at 9 pm. Make sure you're wearing your mask and watching the telly. It's obviously hypnotising them because there's nothing in that advert that's that's worth watching
1: at all. There's It's nothing the most irritating advert song in a movie of all time. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, I agree with you because when you're watching the movie, it happens all the fucking time. Constant. Absolutely constant. The car thing why didn't he just go out of the way of the car? Because that car was not moving quickly. Well, it turns out that like, these guys are like Agent Smith. They're not
0: actually real, real people. They're. They're just mindless drones that are working for the factory So the boy was underneath the car getting strangled it was, um, The car drove into the, the bad guy And that's why her character that was running away from the factory managed to escape for a short amount of time When he's in the um, in the hospital, you see on the telly It shows an advert for uh, Halloween 1 And I've it gives the tune And Michael Myers comes down the stairs is the classic Halloween Playing right after whatever it, whatever it is And then the advert comes back on So I thought, is that, is that, is that that's meta? Using an advert of is my favorite word right now. It is. Metaphysical. That's like uh. they're aware of what they're saying. It's like stepping outside the movie and showing you something from the real world inside the movie. They're aware of what they're saying. So is it? Is it meta them using an advert for the original movie? And I said, maybe that maybe just pissed the fans of Michael Myers off as well. Because imagine you're in the cinema what, wanting to see a Michael Myers movie and then the only part you see him is a wee short clip exactly. of the movie you really love to laugh. I think it's a, it's a kind of fuck you to the
1: fans. But I don't, if I was no, I don't
0: this- think... I don't think that they were. They thought it was a fuck you before it went into cinemas. I thought I don't
1: think they expected the reaction for fans. Get into the cinema, Halloween three. Mind it let's see what Michael Myers is doing now. And then they play some pish about Halloween masks. You're gonna be raging, and yeah. then just to really fuck you up, they give you a wee clip in the original brilliant Halloween, which also doesn't make sense. Because see, if this is an anthology, why is it not in the world of Halloween? It should be like a Haddonfield something. It's now set in the universe that we're in where Halloween is a movie. It should be set in the same universe as the first Halloween where yeah. that's just what happened. Uh-huh.
0: I no, I agree. I agree. I think they made a lot a lot of mistakes in making it, and that's why Jones is a standalone movie it'd been much better. So in the movie when they're um they're they're heading towards the, the factory, they're going to see the two the doctor and daughter of the man that died they're together. So the character's name are Dr it? Chalice Dr and Chalice and Ellie that's yeah. the two characters okay so he's telling her that um, the people looking for are predominantly Irish and, and she goes sarcastically Irish Halloween masks I'm like is that meta as well like, because the, 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 surely the movie knows the, the origin of Halloween that it's like an Irish origin from you know like the Samhain thing and, yeah Samhain the pagans and then jack lanterns and everything so I've did, thought, you did, what, did they know that way how weak a script is they, they probably didn't yeah and then they go on they get to this motel room and they, they stay in the hotel and then they're suggesting a romantic connection between the girl and the doctor and she's way too young for him and he should know better and later on in the movie he they actually do start a relationship they start kissing at this scene and he later on in the movie stops her and to ask her how old she
1: is but she doesn't give the answer that you want where she says like, I'm 20 she says I'm older than I look Aye. alarm bells that still means she's underage so I wanted to check
0: how old the actors actually were she was 23 and he was 47 oh man
1: he's a womanising bastard yeah he had a a wife and two kids he's a throughout this whole thing he's just a womaniser I was just like I thought I felt like their
0: I don't know if their relationship as a sex relationship needed to happen see if they were just trying to solve the case that would have been fine but I don't even think this movie
1: really needed to happen (laughs) (laughs) hell
0: So, I, so the bad guys are like Agent Smith for The Matrix they are, they're all well done up in their suits and you don't really know what's going on with them yet because they only seem focused on getting people killed or, or something like people figuring out about the masks there's a, there's a Jakey who bumps into a Dr. Charles in the street and says I ain't got no diseases can I get a drink of your booze and he gives him a drink of his booze Makes me think of the time in download with that real proper JK coming with his uh, chocolate orange booze stuff and he went to go eat and I drank some. Oh you drank it? Oh oh. <laughs> it was really, that was that, was, that was probably the most, that's probably up there with the drink the cat's blood that I think is <laughs> my two most disgusting moments of my life. So th- so then this J.K. Uh, walks away from <laughs> Charles and he's in some kind of dump background back, I think, and these two guys, these two matrix guys um rip his head off and it's quite good. Like rip head
1: right off. Where they put the thumb in his eyes and wrap it up and he cracks his skull. No. Am I, is that Eleanor? I don't know. I'm confused. They, 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 just, they just grab them and
0: they just kind of pull and it looks seems if like they're pulling high and then they just twist and then it's practical effects and then they just twist it and then the head comes off and then the spray blood's coming out and they I just will,
1: walk away. I will give it the, the kills in this film are definitely the saving grace. The kills yeah. are good. The effects are brilliant and they're gory and they're very consistent the whole way through it. The That's for my positives of Halloween 3 there's something that, that happens in both of these movies that we're talking about
0: today, and the, and and it's the same thing. And I'll read my note when we get to Halloween Six as well. But in Halloween Three, she comes out the shower, you get cracking side boob, and then she puts on this tiny detail, and she literally runs straight from like straight from the shower to the the bedroom, drops like picks up the bed sheets, and uses that to cover herself, and then goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've just literally that instant stepped out a steaming hot shower. And you're already acting as if you've been kicking about in the middle of the, the Antarctic. Not to mention the fact that she put covers or soaking wet body in bed sheets. That just irritates <laughs> so much. I just imagine how horrible that would feel. Oh, uh, it annoyed me. I think I can't that bad, would it? Ah, uh, uh, yes. You can't touch it see if, see if you even put clothes on when you're not fully 100% dry. I can't do it. I cannot do
1: it. I don't think that's, that's the general public, though. I think that's more some weird insecurity that you have. I don't like it. I don't like people doing it either. I'm wet right now
0: i sexually wet though <laughs> So They go to sleep uh, There's some Sex stuff that happens It's pointless to the story Doesn't it help anything That's when he asks How old she is Because she's up for going Sex a second or third time he says You're just full of energy How old are you? And then that's what that happens So it moves Which on Which is just creepy It's, it's very, just oh, yeah! It's, oh, oh yeah It's very very creepy So they're sleeping In the motel And then they get woken up In the middle of the night By um a car that's driving about and some other character that's just came in just to show the scene that the pins in the middle of the masks are like dangerous. She tries to fade about with the chip in the back of it and it shoots her laser and she dies. So this van turns up fully white coats, 14 white coats come out to take her out and a stretcher in the back of this white ambulance and he comes running over and goes, what's going on? I'm a doctor, let me see. You think, there's
1: 14 white coats out there, how do you know that they are no doctors? <laughs> Piss off back into your room, you old pair of- If I was a doctor, I'd shit about it as well i just been walking up and down they just by the way I'm a doctor change the <laughs> hand getting that off the top <laughs> shelf I'm a doctor it's like vegans they're always going to tell you about it oh yeah how do you know a vegans are vegan? Oh, they'll fucking tell you
0: <laughs> so it then transpires that you find out that all the guys in suits all the Agent Smiths are robots and one of them was apparently made in 1875
1: well obviously the, the,
0: the plot is completely logical it all makes sense <laughs> well yes 100% I imagine one day robots are commonplace and they're, and they're, they can't be discerned from from real humans. Yet that day'll come. I
1: hope that I'm alive when that happens. I like to think that it wouldn't be much different from how I actually am in real life. I know, but eventually robots would then
0: have to get rights and they would become beings as well. You know what I mean? You could you could originally just buy them to do up your house, do your housework and stuff, and do things for you. But then eventually,
1: it, it would be. Robot rights, and you would uh and yeah. through the whole sixties again only with robots. I was gonna say this, this, could be weird, but do you think in like forty years we're gonna really be looking at it, uh, no. No, it doesn't I no. I do- no, no, like forget. It. I just obviously talking about sexual. No, just normal robots. No more
0: robots. Yeah, no in more like robots. forty
1: mm-hmm. years, Jack will be like our kids away to school learning. Like I can't believe people get away with this uh, slave trade in robotics. they are people as well, and it will be. It will be like that. Yeah. Are robots the new black people? The, the new women. I'm not meaning that. No, it is could be attack. anybody, any, but any. Is, so it, you, that's
0: um, the next step. I think, but, no, do you know how to beat? No, they'll be, I think they'll be the new aborigines.
1: But, no, do you think... Because
0: aborigines weren't classed as human beings until the 1960s, do you know that? No. Legally, they were they were subhuman in Australia until the 1960s. That law was changed.
1: To be honest, William stole a... Uh, washbag out our van when we were yeah they're it. all thieves and criminals yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> that's not true is it strong enough that robots could be a race of people because artificial intelligence is one thing but they still they don't have the, is it could they ever have feelings that they construct themselves it depends
0: how far advanced how fast the computers could be the computers are getting faster and faster and smaller and smaller it's very conceivable that you could create a, a, a mechanical brain and it needs to recharge itself in the way that we sleep and it needs to filter out its oil and top
1: up its circuits the way that we eat and yeah, but it's st- still being slightly programmed it can't just have complete base thoughts itself although maybe we're the same we we, we like what we are told to like and we, we don't like originally
0: didn't have base thoughts you know these all this all happened over thousands of years. there's actually a, a wikipedia page uh, explains humans and it's almost like it's been written by aliens or a, another species studying us and it starts off from us at the start and it's and explains it all the way through and it's quite creepy to read but that I mean it could potentially be what robots will be because you have to assume that they will eventually create robots that c- could be humans and realistic ones I And mean, the CGI I watched the CGI thing today and it's only so far they've worked on it for years I mean this is ridiculous how long people spend making CGI work but it's a Scott Suya, I think it's a wee Japanese girl, and this couple who, who are both CGI animators have created this unbelievably I've seen realistic.
1: It. This is it this the school girl? Yeah.
0: Looks, yeah, I've seen that. So, I mean, it's always moving forward. We will get robots, holograms. I mean, we're already living on holograms, now I told you that a couple weeks ago. It's The whole universe is a hologram. We just wake up. Would you bang it? What by, would I bang it? The, the wee Japanese school girl that looks real. Would, I, would you ask
1: me? Would you bang it? Ah, oh, well, it's not. No, of course not. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, obviously if it was if it was overage if, if you knew it was a robot would you buy it? so what you're me is if if stop I stop, stop getting flusted, I knew it was a robot would you bang would robot I bang out? a robot yeah. if I knew it was a robot bang a robot Yeah.
0: Ah.
1: if you knew you were buying a robot would you buy it? yeah
0: of course I would <laughs> you your ass do the, do the <laughs> that's the thing as well because they're already I mean I've probably invented the, the, the robot general's way before they even made mm-hmm. the robots they've got fleshlights and dildos all fucking coming around mm-hmm. everywhere so you just need to just attach them to the robots and go to town Adol- it's age. a very lucrative market think of the money in this
1: Somebody's would you, would you have it.
0: a relationship with a robot? no you just switch it off at night and get peace
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the most controversial <laughs> thing you will seen in this episode
0: uh, <laughs> I don't even know where I'm in my notes here I don't even know where the hell are just
1: uh, a bit under
0: sexy robots <laughs> <laughs> yeah sexy robots Um so they, they take the, the, the characters through a tour of the factory they managed to wangle their way out of this tour by almost accident by complete fluke and the guy's showing them round through the factory and they come to the reason why it's, it's working and their explanation is ancient technology and in the room is there's a big fucking stone that they say is the same as Stonehenge and they say it's got ancient power and that's just a cop out for movies that have gotten nonsensical scripts because the reason why everything's happening is just because it
1: is no because they, they've stole they apparently a rock from Stonehenge that nobody has noticed is <laughs> really missing yeah. and they're putting bits of the rock into the masks. Now, Stonehenge, they're fucking pretty heavy rocks. Yeah. How did they get it from Stonehenge in England to America without someone going, they've just lifted a rock from Stonehenge? it take, like, a fucking truck. Plus I don't think you could do that out.
0: without being not- noticed. That's definitely... I mean, it's, yeah. it's a tourist trap there's always got to be somebody
1: there another fucking ridiculous thing I'm all for sexy robots I'm not for stealing Stonehenge and I to like get away <laughs> with what I don't understand though is what
0: is his purpose what drives him to want to kill all the kids I mean barely obvious
1: just three bastards yeah. yeah I don't know maybe maybe kids have constantly like TP'd his house pissing in his letterbox we used to have a guy in the village that I grew up in uh, I never did it I was too young uh, they called him Puffy and he used to like he used to be like like it's like he was really struggling to breathe or like he just his cheeks puffed and he was really old and one of the boys once pissed through his letterbox that's it's fucking horrible but I was way younger I just heard about this uh, so maybe kids are bastards yeah we had a guy in village that I wasn't part of this either but um,
0: we had a dog and that just having his dog loved his house and he got called Doeball and then people called him a paedophile and they
1: had to move it out of Was he a paedophile? No Oh that's such a shame <laughs> <laughs> Well it's never proven I mean, Do you know what kids are fucking idiots Kids are fucking horrible I'd have killed them I'm, I'm with this guy get mass, mask turn them into robots Right so they take the, the family who were getting
0: shown around the factory that their two main characters managed to tag along with they put them in a test room and they get the wee boy to put on the mask while they play the final advert, the one that's going to happen at 9 o'clock on Halloween night. And um, also, how the fuck you want like, your kids to stay in Halloween night anyway? They'll be trick or treating. But that's another plot hole that they don't know really to fucking explain. Or yeah. were you back in by 9 o'clock?
1: Maybe yeah. the younger ones were. No. Ah, it's, I usually <laughs> finish by 9 o'clock, is it not? I still have my boys tucked up behind my legs dancing <laughs> for folk for candy. <laughs> It would be...
0: So he puts on the mask and then plays the last one and then whatever they put through it makes the chip turn the heads into mush and the kids die. It would be pretty traumatising if you see your kid's head melt. But... Unless he's been a wee bastard recently and he deserves it. But see, it's the whole part with the the just manifestation of the bugs and a big massive snake that comes out and bites the dad and that's how he dies. The mum just faints and apparently she's dead as well. But if this was in the house, the door wouldn't be locked, the house door wouldn't be locked, so you could easily escape that snake. It just makes no sense that these bugs and snake just appeared. I mean, it would be better if like something else happened, like the mask like, shot lasers and killed them. That would be more nonsense, but make more sense, if you know what I mean. See, I thought it did shoot lasers. No, it, I, do, it does. I I've
1: not watched this recently because I, I didn't so, have time. Some, I didn't want to watch Some things
0: 3. do shoot lasers, but the, also the first mask that kills somebody. Um, Manifests hundreds of bugs out his head, and that's how and the snakes kills him. So that was a bit annoying. Bear I in mind, so, you're meant to be advocating this movie. You're meant to be in full support. No, I, I am. Think? I am. I am. I'm. But I'm just got my criticism through my notes. That's one. Not <laughs> we also just talked about something called the Horathon that happens during uh, this this night. And I thought that'd be great. The Horathon. The horrorthon. Uh, there's a part right when it's showing you all the different places around America. It's showing you all the different cities that people are wearing these silver shamrock masks. And he, and he goes past um, some people dressed up and there's one kid that walks past who's pr- probably wrapped in a sheet with this weird he- head on it. I don't even know what they're dressed up. They have to carry their candy bag in their mouth. Which is surely that's not fucking practical. Ah, but they eating it as well as what I'm about. Oh, I don't know.
1: That's fucking brilliant. Oh.
0: So they start to talk about um that the guy who's arranging all this to happen is talking about Sam Ayn. So some of the facts to the orange origin of Halloween is... Um, are true they do have some facts they say says came from them so that's your witchy kind of part of your paganism stuff that's where that's came from there then um, I, I still think that if this was a standalone movie it would have been
1: much better received I think if it was a, a movie called The Haunted Mask and it was based in the Goosebumps book then yeah I'd have received it very well <laughs> before that I bought these all on DVD when I started like getting into horror I bought fucking every Halloween movie I could find because I love Halloween 1 and got home and I hadn't actually read anything about it because it was kind of like before you really just thought I'll just google this shit and I put Halloween 3 on and about 20 minutes in I was like Mike Myers isn't in this this is fucking dreadful and annoyingly me from then on I wasn't going to accept it as a standalone movie I wasn't going to enjoy any bits apart from the gory this because I was so let down that they had essentially by calling it Halloween 3 advertised it as a Mike Myers movie this movie was always going to be on my shit list because they were liars. Mm. I don't care how many kids die <laughs> and how
0: many sexy robots there. are. There, there is a, there is a couple of different kind of shitty bits in it. At the end, when he manages to stop the factory, like there's a blue beam circle that um, like circles around all the, around all the computers and kills all the scientists. And it's kind of reminds me of the Indiana Jones with the crystal skull When at the end when all the c- skulls are spinning a circle And I thought well this is two movies that people want to forget exist in yeah. the franchise But I not also... Not for Shia LaBeouf by the way Not for Shia LaBeouf, fucking not <laughs> Shia LaBeouf The Blue Beam I've written Blue Beam Project Blue Beam NASA's Secret Space Program Never a straight answer You know this is all fucking tying in Aliens Historical Paganism Sun Worship Space Travel because he just disappears Maybe you should have Wrote this script Hologrammatic universe Because what you're saying Makes just as much sense As this fucking script <laughs> It will make sense I'm telling you just w- It will make sense uh, 2023 We'll all see um, What we are Blind to see just now What like Like They live Just that The ones we hurt Are you and me Is that Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we So glad to see That the ones we heard Are you and me
1: Is that Gangster's Paradise? I think it is <laughs> <laughs> So it all ties in It's all a circle It ties in to what? Gangster Paradise <laughs> Do you want a draft book I listen to Gangster's Paradise <laughs> On repeat Then watch Halloween 3 Come on When do the witches come in? Season of the Witch
0: well no he just he just says Samhain so that's kind of witches
1: so he says Samhain that's right. so why they call it Halloween 3 Samhain because then people would
0: pronounce it Samhain and then the pagans would get annoyed they know all pronounce it Samhain why Hain. didn't
1: they just call it the Haunted Mask and be fucking done with it because that is the mistakes they made ah. but
0: so we get to the very end okay and it turns out Good. that that Ellie is also a robot now I'm not sure if she was also, always a robot or, if when she disappears halfway through the movie, they kill her and make I a new robot it, that looks
1: like it? Is it not that the mask, like they use her skin and she comes back as a robot, they which is the quickest robot transformation Yeah, but that must
0: be because that makes no sense for her to be a robot throughout the movie. Because I was wondering, did they make the robots with realistic vaginas? Because if they didn't, then surely he would notice when he was having sex with it. I think she was, uh, was turned out a robot after
1: they had sex. It, that, that whole part of the movie does Which actually happens to Pedro's? If you have sex with a child, it turns like a robot. Oh, really? And attacks you. Ah. So if you're a paedophile, don't, don't have sex, have sex with, with children. They'll shoot laser beams at you. That is they should. <laughs> That's a, that
0: a cautionary tale. But the... Um, so that last part doesn't add up, and it only serves purpose to be one of those last-minute scares that are It's slightly cheap because it makes no sense whatsoever. So he runs to... So he kills her. He pulls off her arms and legs and whatever else he does there and just leaves a spitting out green... Green flu,
1: which what, what what robots have green oil flu?
0: Oh, I don't know futuristic ones. <laughs> so he runs into a just a wee shop or whatever it was. He runs into that's got a TV in it, where there's a kid with a mask on trying to watch the advert. He phones up the TV company or the whatever it is and just says, "Turn it off, turn it off, turn off the advert," and then it goes off. And then the kid changes channel, and it's another advert on. He says, "Turn off the other advert," so it goes off, and then he changes channel, and then he's shouting and thing. Channel three, channel three, turn off channel three, do it now, do it now. And it obviously doesn't happen and it plays through the whole advert so everybody who's wearing a mask is a mush head. But I thought, imagine trying to pull that pull an advert now with the uh, like sky. We I mean, only had three channels back then, imagine trying to get it pulled off ever. You'd need to like, cut the original but wire and just turn TVs off. Yeah. I wonder if you could still do that, because you could you have to, you could imagine four in every channel? You'd be there forever. But I don't know what you do, you're just phoning
1: the advertising be company. Because they will be showing fucking the advert, and Dave would still be showing reruns of Top Gear, right? Enough, but I mean, you just phone an advertising company and say, because they've still played different adverts than what was played when original Top Gear was aired. So you just phone the advertising company and say, pull that advert, and they pull it from everywhere that they're shown. Yeah. Like everywhere it's shown. It's oh, probably pretty
0: easy. Oh, damn, well, I think it's pretty hard. So... I say that this movie is not as good as I remember but it's still a good movie. It doesn't deserve the bad rap that it gets so I'm giving
1: it seven robot vaginas out of ten. Because it's Halloween 3 I'm going to give it a three but that's been been favourable. I was genuinely gutted. I bought the whole series and got to three and thought this is fucking dreadful. The kills are good. That's it. Tom Atkins is a womanising bastard <laughs> It's a very the only, do you know what the only good thing is? At the very start, the gas station, the gas station that keeps appearing in it, it's called Rafferty's. Yeah, um, one of the characters is called Rafferty. I've never really seen my second name in another movie, so that was good. It's just a shame that the movie that my name appears in is this dreadful <laughs> it, <drinket> push. <laughs> so, anything else to say about it? No, that's me done. Thank fuck. Halloween 6, The Cursing Michael Myers, is my choice. It's from 1995, directed by Joe Chappelle, who, um, personally, I think he's a fucking dick, because he actually kind of ruined what could have been a good movie. And it stars, introducing Paul Stephen Rudd, who we now know is Paul Rudd, from I Love You Man, Anchorman... Clueless. Clueless he done it. He was Clueless after this this was filmed before Clueless he's great so you can't not like this because Paul Rudd's in it and I just want Paul Rudd to be my friend yeah from N D six years after Michael Myers last terrorised Haddonfield he returns there in pursuit of his niece Jamie Lloyd who has escaped with her newborn child for which Michael and a mysterious cult have sinister plans there's so much about the background of this film I think that's why I like it. There's just so much controversy surrounding it. What, outside the movie? Outside the movie. The guy that wrote it, wrote it as a very kind of dark psychological thing that actually, apart from a, bit, a few bits, slightly made sense. The director fucking changed it. He rewrote a lot of it to the point that a lot of it's kind of incomprehensible and he wrote out or edited out a lot of scenes with Donald Pleasance, because he found Donald Pleasance born as Dr. Loomis, when Dr. Loomis is one of the fucking stars in the movie. They should have kept him in it. And he died just after making this film. So, if anything, you should put him at the forefront. This Joe Chappelle kind of wrote him out of the film, which It's really probably the easiest way to do it, though, because he wasn't there to argue. But it's piss. Like, imagine finding him born. Shut up, mate. Joe Chappelle's not really directed anything since anything good son of a bitch so Cuss Michael Myers I think one and two are my favourite out of them all but there's something about six I remember watching it at like three in the morning I would school the next day and I I'd put on channel five and this was on and it was a start scene she's getting pushed down through the basement eh uh, screaming and crying and it's like the cult are taking her to give birth to this baby and then Mike Myers appears and I remember turning it off a bit like I did with Nightmare on Elm Street I kept turning off and then back on when I thought the scary man had gone and then back off Mike Myers terrified me absolutely terrified me and I think because this movie's got a wee place in my heart that's why I, I, I still like it despite how nonsensical it actually is I watched it for this podcast but I watched
0: before then I watched it me and Lauren sat down to watch a, a horror movie we we didn't own any of the Halloween ones at this point. I thought I'll jump into Missing, that's the second hand uh, DVD shop in Glasgow that's you find all manner of weird, wonderful things. Are you advertising for them? No, I just saw it <laughs> See, So I went to Missing, they'd be like, fucks that mean? So we um, went in and I seen it, Halloween, I was like, oh good, went and bought it, went into the house, sat down, stuck it in, and I was sitting watching it, and I didn't was expecting to be watching one. Aye Until Paul Rudd shows up And I'm like well, Wait a minute here This isn't no, this <laughs> is no what I'm expecting This isn't no the, the first one So if you want to talk about movies Halloween movies With uh, confusing titles This should be called Halloween 6 The Curse of Michael Myers What it is called Is Halloween The Curse of Michael Aye
1: So Fuck you Halloween People were using titles. People with knowledge, though, would know that it was Halloween Six because it was made in nineteen ninety five. Whereas I don't look Halloween at the back yet. I, just, I,
0: didn't, I didn't look at the back yet. I was just jumping in, bought the DVD, yeah. went home and watched it. it was so
1: disappointing. The, the original Tommy Doyle, the wee boy from the original, mm-hmm. with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, really wanted to rep- reprise his role as Tommy Doyle but he grew up to be a shit actor no, or ugly he, he didn't have an agent so they couldn't get in contact to him <laughs> and he still regrets that to this day <laughs> so they obviously replaced him with Paul Rudd which no wonder you'd regret that because that's his Paul Rudd's first acting job and now look at Paul Rudd so yeah but there's no saying that the boy would have come back as Tommy and I, became Paul Rudd if you were this, it was Brian Andrews that played Tommy Doyle if you were him, you'd still have it in your head going I could be Paul fucking Rudd right now yeah you'd be gutted man it's the only film in the series, apart from the shit show that is Season of the Witch, that doesn't show or doesn't have Jamie Lee Curtis or Danielle Harris, who are like the two prominent members all the way through it. Is Daniel Harris in one and two? She's too young for that. No, she is in four, four. five. She wanted $5,000 to appear in this, and then uh, she were like, nah, that's not happening. That doesn't seem like a lot of money. $5,000, and didn't do it, so just, nah, she wasn't in it. Oh, well. No which is fucking shit because maybe she would have made it do you know what I <laughs> really like this film but there are so there's so much wrong with it and I think that's why I picked it because it should get more of a chat
0: from us with but, when, see the thing is there is some, there is some positive points in it My, Michael Myers is quite a sinister character he's, he's, when the first kill you get and he just grabs the woman and picks her up the neck and I don't know if he puts her on a spike or something but he, he pushes her against the wall and he just stares at her and watches her die it's quite sinister and it's Pretty creepy. It's a
1: nod to the first Halloween and the the house where he picks her up, uh, sorry, he picks the guy up and puts him on the knife mm-hmm. mounts him to the wall. It's a wee nod to that. But he is, he's such a fucking good character. Do you know what the mask is? Yeah. William Shatner? Yeah. Brilliant. Um,
0: so, in, on the radio, when they're driving the car, the radio show, they, somebody says on the show, Michael Myers in space, I'm wondering, is that like, this is, this is before like even when Jason went to space is it yep So it was
1: John Carpenter had said before this that if he ever came back to the series it would be it had like a hanky script for Mike Myers on space so that was like a meta joke so it was like a wee joke about that but what Jason doesn't want to eh, sorry what Michael Myers doesn't want to do Jason will do because <laughs> Friday the 13th is a fucking just complete copy of Halloween it, it wants to do everything Halloween does and that's why then they put do you know what that's a good idea let's, <laughs> put, let's put Jason in space which was ridiculous yeah um, do,
0: but do you ever find that franchises like this surely only serve one purpose and it's to show a variety of inventive kills like the Saw yeah, movies course. there's no real story in the background there is that story of the whole he wants to kill his whole family but I'm, I'm completely lost at who he's trying to kill and why he's trying to kill Saw
1: so is different Saw so is just fucking gore porn Saw so is just to go and they don't need a story this it's still a story the The diehard fans still want a slight link between like that's why I like this because it gives you a reason as to why Jason's, uh, Jason I keep fucking saying Jason, as to why Mike Myers is doing this because of the cult because of the, the curse that he's got which they had wrote in on in 5 but the writer of 5 was like we have no idea like with the matching tattoos uh, the, the man we don't actually know where we're going with this and then the writer is six, just to make up this druid thing. So maybe it could have went elsewhere, but I like this. I like that it gives you a reason as to why he's constantly wanting to kill the members of his family.
0: Well, i tell you one thing that I definitely do like, and it's, it's aside from the the storyline, it's at the beginning of the movies, when it's Halloween, the town always looks super awesome, and I think it creates nostalgic feelings of how Halloween and autumn should be, certainly from movies, which is always Americanized, but and I love it and it always looks great. All the houses he's done up. Yeah, all the out. pumpkins.
1: Yeah. <laughs> even even the nineties fashion and some of it. I really like. Jason the Red Ranger, the Red Power Ranger appears in this film at the side of little uh what's his face, the little boy. Uh, Danny Danny. Danny's bed is Jason the Red Power Ranger. Or oh, right, are you gonna poster? No, just the actual action figure. Oh the action figure. So obviously with me, <laughs> mate, I'm in. You have Caught me hook line and sinker. I am not going to find anything wrong with this film until I got older and realise that it's nonsensical. <laughs> well, here, how about this for this movie
0: then. The the casting now this only served a problem to me to begin with until I realised who everybody was supposed to be. But round about the breakfast table, you have which I, who I thought was grand mum, dad, and we Danny as the son, and then the other guy who was maybe a son or a brother. Turns out what you have is mum, dad, daughter, brother and then son. The woman who's like Danny's mum, I thought she was the mum and married to the guy who comes in, in the suit, but it turns out the old granny looking woman is his. Yeah, his wife. And that's the mum and dad to the... She's not that old. old she's supposed granny. to be high school though. I know, I know. she. Yeah, she's definitely older, but the mum's not, doesn't look that old. Well, to, to, begin, to begin with, she did. Mm. But I, I, think, I think what it is, is the actress who plays Danny's mum has went on to do other things and she still looks exactly the same. Mm. She still looks just as good. I thought the dad was a
1: fucking dick. Oh, he, oh yeah, he, he played be a dick. But perfectly. There's a producer's cut of this. Was, like, it appeared, but you could only get it in bootleg. You could only download a fucking wee cd dark copy. But Screen Factory released it a few years ago. Or a year ago, maybe. And it's much better. Because it sticks more to the script written by Dan Ferrans, as opposed to this Joe Chappelle's fucking edited... Mm. Like, monstrosity of a script and there's a scene in uh, the, the kitchen in the morning which changes where you actually see the mum slipping on the money so then when her dad goes off and goes oh that's just what to do keep passing her money whereas in the theatrical release it just goes off and when you think what are you doing you dick shouldn't fucking give her money yeah so there's a couple of wee scenes there's obviously a longer we'll get into the like the later scenes uh, the producer's cut is way better like way better because it actually makes sense Here's
0: a couple of scenes that don't make sense. <laughs> Paul Rudd uh, works something out from listening to the radio show over and over again that he's taped of the girl um, who phoned in the radio show when she was getting chased by Michael Myers when she goes to the bus station. <coughs> she why did she not why did she not phone the police? But also here's what doesn't make sense. He goes to the bus station the next day. You are telling me that nobody noticed the blood on the floor at the phone booth? That booth is right in the in the main entrance. The main. Fucking vestibule of the bus station. You try to say there was nobody was there in the morning, no domestics were cleaning up, and the fact that the bus station was open at night because the guy said the bus came in, that means there's buses coming and going all through the night, there were people fucking there. Bus stations are busy. <sighs> what well, I was saying is nobody realised that there was a baby in the cupboard crying
1: for 12 hours. That's
0: it. You're telling me no one used the toilet? <laughs> that wane is making a hell of a lot of racket. And as I said How long is he supposed to have been there Before Paul Rudd shows up I mean I'm only believing It's, it's less be, than six to eight hours It's meant to
1: be the next day But I think it is still Yeah it's like twelve hours later it's, That's too long That's it's way too long. too long You'd hear a baby Fucking screaming the place down Yeah So he finds
0: the baby And then he runs to the hospital And he's, and he's like Fucking Get me a doctor now It's like the nurse like, oh, I fucking Can not help? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, I could help you I hate folk that dismiss nursing and staff and just just, just demand doctors for for f- fucking nothing either and that's but is she a, know, it's, it's the folk that are on Facebook giving all yada yada phoned NHS twenty four and they didn't know what they were talking about oh wait and you know better do you but is she a nurse or was she just no assistants? she's nurse. well I've never been in an American
1: hospital I don't know but if that was a British hospital she'd be a nurse well that's another thing how why is Doctor Loomis just in the hospital when he just walks around and Doctor Loomis is there because the lassie's dead Jamie Lloyd's dead. So why is he in the hospital? The producer's cut, she's not dead. She Uh gets stabbed and get left in the barn. She then goes to the hospital where she's in a coma and throughout the movie she has flashbacks which reveal certain things like Mike Myers is actually the dad to the baby. Uh, The colour of God. Yeah, it's it's not to be honest it's nonsense as well, but at least it explains it a wee bit. So Doctor Loomis is there because she's still alive in a coma. Mm. That's where a lot of it goes wrong because the guys re-edited in short scenes and then no really connected them together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's when it comes to not long after that you get to see that the satanic cult ritual
0: site. I mean, it starts off with the satanic cult ritual, but it, it tells you a bit more about it. And that part, that whole storyline thing, I don't like that part of it. I, I'm not. To be honest with you, I'm not fully versed on one and two or four for that matter, or even five. To be honest with you. You've not seen one. No, I've seen them, oh, but yeah. I'm not. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you the story, like start to finish, from the start. So I don't even know where the satanic cult comes in. If the it's satanic cult in six,
1: basically comes in now. It's it's just. It, I don't like it. That's so In five, they had the, the shadow man had a tattoo, and Mike Myers had the same tattoo, and that's it. There's no explanation until this, where they have then decided it's a druid cult, which I quite like. Uh, I don't. I don't like it. Anyway, so we move forward
0: again and Michael Myers is... I'm going to call on Michael Myers because you keep calling Mike Myers and Mike Myers is Austin Powers. So Michael Myers. I'm getting confused. So, <laughs> yeah, a
1: totally different movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Michael Myers is um, going after the mum who I thought was the granite in the house. Yeah. And she runs outside. She runs and looks at the fence which I don't know if she's supposed to see a shadow because there's nothing on the fence and she just shakes herself and runs back. That Maybe she just couldn't jump the fence. The producer's
1: fence. cut. She's actually really scared of wood.
0: Oh, all right <laughs> So um, she starts running back the other way, she falls over, and then here comes one of my least favourite tropes, the broken drop glasses. Yeah. Ugh, so many movies, especially uh, fucking Scooby-Doo, all the time as well. I can't see anything without my glasses. Now that's, yes, to a, to a point, yes, that's, that could be true. Take your glasses off, take my glasses off, and I can't see fuck all, but I can still know where Michael Myers is if he was chasing me. Two, the fact that, Sometimes when people in movies in this movie not it didn't happen, they just managed to break perfectly exactly the same on both lens and then it was never an issue. But Sometimes in movies where they drop their glasses, complain about it and then just go on as if Like the Goonies, she drops her glasses, the guy stands on them And then she just continues the movie without complaining about them ever again Remember at Download Festival where you broke your glasses and you were absolutely fucked <laughs> Fucking game over! Uh, yeah. It was, it was end of days, I had to go back to the tent, it was me, I was done I had to wear prescription sunglasses at night and looked like a fucking dickhead You
1: actually shouted game over to <laughs> 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 And then when you try duct tape them together You looked like a really weird, obscure Harry Potter <laughs>
0: Fucking,
1: just so disgraceful. Man. So the glasses thing actually makes sense
0: if you're blind as a matter I don't. Like I hate. I just hate that trope. Right. So the the mother of Danny comes back to the house, and this is after we, we suspect her mum's been killed by Michael Myers, and she's walking through all the rooms shouting for Danny and her mum. Is anybody here? Is anybody home? Danny, where are you? Goes into the bedroom, and Danny's and they're talking about dinosaurs with Paul Rudd and this baby that he's just there, um <laughs> he's just been carrying about. Why the fuck did he not answer her when she's shouting in the in the rooms?
1: Probably she thought, oh, she might freak out because she has a strange voice in the house. So I just like walk in and find me. And they find me, they find see that I'm not actually raping her son. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, then the dad comes home, drink and driving, as is a happens all the time in old yep. American movies, drink and drink driving, and think nothing of it. And then Michael Myers picks him up, puts him onto some electrical cable. Would you explode like that? I don't care, that is a
1: good death scene. That uh, <laughs> was pretty good. He foams at the mouth and his head pops. That's, that's all I need in a movie. That's that's a good death scene. Would you? Probably not. Would you not just burn from the inside and that'd be you? I don't think you would explode. I don't know what I've heard of people touching electric fences and their arms blown off, but I don't know if you would explode. Well,
0: I guess the current was popped inside his body, so I don't know. You're probably, you're probably. you There's probably flammable gases inside you, methane. I wonder wonder if it would be easy to like phone up a scientist and just be I'm just doing research for a movie if I put a like 240 volt current through inside something like poke the cable into someone's insides and electrocuted them would they explode like a proper
1: Uh, but if he says no then you're kind of you're you're down a scene because all you can do is like. Because then
0: you then you can't put it in when you know that it wouldn't happen. Yeah, you it yeah. up, so if you don't just know, the just just assume that it just would. be like, oh, I fucking scientific research. Yeah, well, I've i never, t- never
1: tested it, but uh, yeah, I think it yeah, I think it would happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just well, that's it. good enough for me. <laughs> I always enjoy the scenes that are filmed behind Michael Myers like when he's watching just before the mom dies. She's out in the front garden, and it's filmed from behind his shoulder. And you think why? has no one in the street noticed a six and a half foot man in a boiler suit with a white mask It's just fucking was just hanging about in the yeah. street standing and watching folk are completely biased and why doesn't he kill during the day because he's there he's watching her why does he wait tonight why doesn't just oh he doesn't actually hurt he does kill her during yeah, the, day, so the day so I'm wrong
0: there yeah. they go to the, the party in the street like in the, the park or whatever and you've got the radio guy who's doing an outside show and he's a bit of pain in the arse
1: he has a pain in the
0: arse but he says he's one of the he says a quote relax your crack sweetheart <laughs> It's fair enough <laughs> Which I'm going to say all the all the uh, anybody who I'm uh, just going to say it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Any girl that gets worked up, he's going to relax her we sweetheart Yeah, that's what I was getting at. But I did not know why he become a bit sexist. <laughs> Howard Stern was offered that role a few times, but kept turning it down as the the, the DJ role. That would have probably been a a good move for him to turn it down. Yeah, because yeah. they made the movie
0: a joke. Oh, yeah, true. Of doing that, I think. But he then goes on to say, um, call Michael Myers a pussy. Why the fuck would you put or, like call out a real threat like that? People are
1: dying. People have died. Think, they don't think it's real, they don't think Mike Myers is a real person. They mm. they're they convinced that Mike Myers is like a legend. A, it's, it's a story. Right. They don't realise that he's actually cutting a bit, killing cunts.
0: So then he gets killed, he's put up a tree and then there's a wee pain in the arse. Lassie underneath the tree, mommy, it's raining red. Absolutely terrible yeah. child acting, abhorrent. <laughs> is what I'd say. And she didn't die, but she should have. Just because of
1: that. Yeah. In the, the in that version, does she sing it or say it? The raining red thing. does She, she talk it? says it no. right. Then the other one, she sings it. I think I, I don't. No, think it's it, still it, just, I, just just bad. Yeah,
0: it's still nonsense. Right. So then after that, we move on to the next shower freezing scene he's in the shower and he's literally goes out by the tap eep, eep. come on give me a towel I'm freezing in here you're like this. You've, the water has barely even went off you the steam is still flooding and he's not even one of those showers where you need to step out of the shower he's in the bathroom that's got a shower curtain so that whole room is going to be steamed up and warm and he just acts like he's freezing straight away not to mention the fact that he's went into the, ba- into the shower without taking a towel in with him
1: you know you're going to need one <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's fair uh, I, but I get that when I come out of the shower obviously I've always got a towel there but unless I'm trying to be like an exhibitionist <laughs> but when I come out of the shower I always end up freezing when I turn the water off I'm freezing even in no, that same room no
0: I know you You cool down you're cold yeah you will get cold until you dry yourself off but I'm talking it's like instant they don't even give themselves time to cool down
1: to be honest I always like once I turn the water off I am Baltic well I don't believe you so <laughs> that's just it <laughs>
0: I uh, well, I I think something that I wondered about was who played uh, Michael Myers. Is it the same guy in all the no. time? Because uh, you know how the way Kane Hodder does conventions as Jason and stuff. Does yeah, I
1: think well Kane Hodder was only in Friday Thirteenth, six, seven, eight, 9 and ten. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of them he wasn't in. He only came in late in the series. The, the other guy does conventions as well, does he not? The other guy who does, I'm sure the other boy. Who there's, does there's is Jason. quite a few folk doing Jason. Uh, uh, but Mike Myers, I think it's played by something different all the and time. they don't. Yeah, I, I, the I don't know. I don't know who. I witness. suppose you could just be uh,
0: anybody. It could be something in the crew who's really tall. Yeah. All you need is walk kind of straight
1: I line. Maybe original Mike Myers might get convention work, but the rest of them probably would not Although one and two will probably be the same because it was it was all the same cast It was filmed. Uh, two is meant to take place like fucking half an hour after like one. Like straighter. Yeah. yeah. So it was probably the same actor there, but the rest of them have all been different. Um. so our
0: main cut the mum of Danny gets committed uh, I'm, I'm I'm assuming if I can remember right and Paul Rudd goes to save her tries to break into her, into her room uh, breaking the handle off the door which is also another trope. How the fuck? breaking a handle off does not unlock a lock but anyway <laughs> he tries to break into the room uh, there's nobody in that hospital at all To come and see this happening Or see Michael Myers coming in and bless we're just assuming That Michael Myers has just killed everybody In, in the mental Which hospital. you would assume Because Michael Myers is
1: fucking madness. Just ass.
0: fucking killing everybody Look at it from a real world perspective He's just killing everybody Which is why he's the best So he gets her out of the room And she's dressed like some sacrificial virgin For some reason I don't know why and they go round the corner and then they're in some sort of boiler room where it's just got steam blown about into public spaces. I mean, that's not that's not health and safety. That's just not good <laughs> practice for a building to be open in such a condition. It is. Yeah, it's
1: nonsense.
0: It's very nonsense. The, the,
1: the script is so confusing. They try to tie so many subplots together and they do it in the worst way. And the worst way being that they do it in a way that doesn't make sense. No. So they're running about, they hide from him somewhere,
0: they hide behind, him. I don't know if it's like a kitchen, like Jurassic Park, when the raptors are in, but he walks in, and I say it would, it would be somewhat easy to hide from Michael Myers. Have you ever wore one of the Michael Myers masks? No. No peripheral vision. Really? None whatsoever. So as long as you're off to the side there and we can't see you. So then you go to the end, and then fucking... He
1: senses you though, know, it's just a fucking... I know, I know, beam, I know, he's, he's got to
0: get you, well if you hide from him it's fine, but he's, he's got to get you in the end. That's it what I want to say to the
1: Halloween says, he walks... He doesn't run. He doesn't do the scream thing. He doesn't... Don't, he hey, walks. That's,
0: that's the biggest... That's one of the biggest criticisms people have for the zombie TV and movies that I love because they walk. So don't even start with your pish.
1: No, I get, I, I get it, but I prefer them walking zombies. It's more sinister. I don't really care about. It's more a big six and a half, seven foot guy just coming at you with a knife and he's not going to stop. That's scarier than a shuffling mindless zombie
0: there's millions of zombies though.
1: But that, we'll get to that later. <laughs> so at the end,
0: Paul Rudd does an old switcheroo on the baby and kind of stabs Michael Myers with some sort of weird paralysing gear and battles him with a pole. The wee boys got the baby and he hears the baby crying and then the, the wee boys just screams for his mum and was like, fucking Wayne's man! They always get in the way!
1: You know? Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just what it is. The theatrical re- release had... Dr. Loomis come back uh, basically come back inside seeing Michael's mask on the ground and then we hear Dr. Loomis screaming as if it's implied that he's died which would be good because he did then die in real life rest in peace Donna Pleasance the producers cut had him finding Michael Myers on the floor taking off his mask and then it was Dr. Wen that's there with Michael Myers' mask on and then he begins to scream as we then see Michael Myers, who's now wearing the man in black outfit, leaving, which then takes us on a seven, which is H two. I was gonna say, was, was the next one was H two then Resurrection that came. It was H two then Resurrection. H 20 and basically nothing to do with him, the sequels. Yeah, after, after. Missed everything out, after just two. sacked it. Yeah. And then and then
0: H two and Resurrection. what 1 and 2 do then because they finish and start at the exact same point don't they
1: aye they put just Jamie Lee Curtis in at the start where she gets killed in the first fucking 10 minutes and H2O and Resurrection were good I
0: liked them I liked them as well I've not seen them in years but I would like to go back and revisit them I'd maybe even suggest we
1: um, treat you guys with an alternate commentary of H2O or just Halloween one ah well because it would just be me just by the same, best movie ever. I did. I I generally picked Six. I thought a good chat with it because it's uh, there's confusing bits, there's good bits. It's got fucking Paul Rudd, but out of the, the whole series, one and two one, are by far yeah, the best. One absolutely.
0: I gave this one six pumpkins out of ten. I didn't even have enough for fucking to make find something funny to pick out of it. So six pumpkins
1: out of ten. The actual release, I'd probably give six. Yep, it, to, so it just Producers won. I'd give eight but only because in nostalgic reasons and Paul Rudd. Yeah. As an actual movie itself it's so fucking confusing. They they don't they don't have a clue where they're going. And H two O and stuff did it right by just mm-hmm. going, Do you know what? Forget about all of that shit. Let's do it a wee bit better. But H2O and Resurrection have fucking nonsense scenes as well.
0: Of course they do. I mean, he's unkillable.
1: That's just nonsense enough. However, Buster Rhymes is in it. Busta Rhymes can rap like a motherfucker. Yes. He's so quick. And is cool Eli one of them too? Eh, uh, no. Oh, he's an H2O. Yeah. yeah Ladies love Kooljians. He's,
0: the, he's cool security guy in H2O. Yeah. So, that's the movie's done it. And it also is Halloween this weekend. Uh, will be in one bag of
1: monkey nuts that you brought. What, your bag of monkey nuts? Still opens or because I fucking hate nuts. <laughs> and... Do you actually eat them? I Did do you I eat monkey know, nuts. Yeah, I eat them. Eh? Do you not eat them? Every year, I used to get my Halloween bag and every year all the monkey nuts would go in the bin. I didn't eat them all, but I do eat some. Do you actually hate the houses that give me monkey nuts because you're like way dead. I trying to find toffee apples, but Asda was
0: shit and I didn't get them. They what? also overcharged me. for. They, they put one price for the Red Bull on the shelves and charged me something different
1: at the till. Probably because you've got a bag of monkey nuts. And it's they because thought, Asda's pish. Tesco's adult, where it's at. This idiot yeah. will do anything. I hate, I hate them man you're at, you're at a door for like an Iron Brew Bar or a Mars Bar or something good a quenchy cup no for a fucking Monkey Nuts yeah I know no, so thanks for making them Scott but yeah. I don't <laughs> ever do it again oh, yeah. okay. okay also we have
0: Monster Munch to go with Halloween theme see that was fine I had a packet of crisps uh, but I was wondering whether there'd be jelly
1: sweets and stuff because that's what's more exciting But uh, you know. I've got some Frutella but it's milkshake ones none of that good no it doesn't seem very really good yeah. Lena won't let me buy a lot of food in because I eat it Okay. <laughs> you know, that's, that, that is the general purpose of um, but that I get. I sometimes then just sit in and get stoned and eat the, everything in the fucking cupboard so I understand the, that I'm getting fat and she's, she doesn't want that to happen that's true that's fair enough like, fuck yeah. off it's true <laughs> no it's true that she doesn't want you to get fat no, no,
0: no I know what you mean we'll uh, Right? Can I? right can I talk about The Walking Dead because you need to let me talk about it that's Ugh. season 7 started and I cannot
1: I mean? believe what what do you know? What one time a year I like to talk about the Walking Dead, and it'll be Halloween. So yes, continue.
0: It was fucking amazing. I cannot believe they fucking killed Abraham, but I knew it was going to be him. And they killed Glenn straight for the comics. They've done exactly the same thing. Total red herring. The episode was fucking amazing. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is so good as Negan. It's just. Ah, so good and I can't wait for the rest of the season but I'm so annoyed that I already already I'm so annoyed that in six seven weeks time it will be the mid-season finale pish again I need to wait to February ah.
1: I've always seen a couple of for it and I don't know who the current of the tiger is. oh yeah that's, uh, that's
0: Ezekiel he's a uh, he's guy cool. with a tiger yeah no he's pretty cool he's this pretty
1: cool. programme is fucking nonsense
0: no it's good it's going to wrap up in the next season or two so it's, I mean it's uh, I think it's definitely been definitely be good at that. Oh, what's going happen
1: they're die like the world's just zombies well that's, yeah. that's how it has
0: to happen it's one of those things you can't let anybody survive Probably this could have
1: happened after season one then so because it's Halloween we're going to do a different creepy corner we're going to have some ghost stories that each of us have found online be them creepy pastas be them real who knows uh, pick, two of your, uh, pick two of my favourites that i found you've picked two of your favourites and we'll see who's the scariest We'll decide who's the scariest here, but we'd prefer you
0: to tell us which one you found scarier because obviously I'm gonna say minor scarier. Obviously I'm gonna say minor scarier.
1: You'd be lying. <laughs> so you might go first? I'll go first. So <clears throat> here I lay, all snuggled up in bed, warm and satisfied under the soft silk covers, watching some stupid documentary on TV that I've never even heard of. i turn it over. But the gallon tub of cookie dough ice cream won't let me use my hands for anything other than shoveling the frozen treat into my mouth. Nights like these are rare. It isn't often that everyone's out of the house but me, so I make sure to save them. In fact, I wasn't expecting anyone back till the morning. That's what made the sound of the door opening downstairs so alarming. Panic hits me like a steam train. I silently leap out from under the covers, spilling the ice cream all over the pristine white carpet on the floor creak open the wardrobe next to the bed I hear footsteps heavy and indiscreet like they want me to know they're here. I pant and pick up the spoon I'd just been using to enjoy a relaxing night. The footsteps get louder. I force myself into the minuscule space remaining in the wardrobe and close the door just as the stranger opens the bedroom door not spending any seconds for silence I peer through the gap his face looks familiar but I can't place my finger on where I know him from he spots the spilled ice cream and darts his head across the wide expanse of the bedroom. Hello, he calls, not sounding vicious, but I've made that mistake before. Never under any circumstances assume friendliness from my voice. He looks under the bed. Oh crap, he's looking for someone. I hold back a whimper and start bending the bowl of the spoon back and forth, hoping to snap it off and create some way of defending myself. It snaps, but it creates a metallic click. The man turns his head around and makes his way to the wardrobe. I'm shaking now. Please don't open it. Please don't open it. Please, please don't open it. The door swings open and he sees me. We scream simultaneously in fear and surprise. Without hesitation, I leap onto the man and start digging into whatever stretch of flesh I can with the sharp edge of the spoon handle. He screeches in clear pain, but I won't stop. I hammer the handle deep into his chest and neck over and over and over until he becomes motionless. <sighs> I've killed him. I cry in disgust and sprint downstairs and away from the house. I charge down the road until I feel like I'm far enough away. I relax. I sit down for a moment and exhale heavily before regaining my composure. Pulling out my phone, I open Twitter and search hashtag party. Hopefully, hopefully this time I'll find a household that isn't lying when they say that they'll be out all night. <laughs> yeah, it's good, it's good, good.
0: Right, okay, here's my, my first effort. Cool. Seeing red. Everyone loves the first day of school, right? New year, new classes, new friends. It's a day full of potential and hope before all the dreary depressions of reality show up and ruin all the fun. I like the first day of school for a different reason though. You see, I have a sort of power. When I look at people, I can sense a sort of aura around them. A coloured outline based on how long that person has left to live. Most everyone I meet around my age is surrounded by a solid green hue, which means they have plenty of time left. A fair amount of them have a, a yellow orangeish tinge to their auras, their which tend to mean a car crash or some other tragedy. Anything that takes people before their time, as they say. The real fun is when the auras venture into the red end of the spectrum, though. Every now and again, I'll see someone who is basically a walking stoplight. Those are the ones who get murdered or kill themselves. It's such a rush to see them and know that their time is numbered. With that in mind, I always get to class very early so I can scout out my classmates' fates. The first kid who walked in was basically radiating red. I chuckled to myself, dude, damn bad bro. But as people kept walking in, they all had the same intense glow. I finally caught a glimpse of my own rose-tinted reflection in the window. I was too stunned to move. The professor stepped in and locked the door. His aura a sickening shade of green. Mmm.
1: It's ah. quite good. Yeah? Slightly supernatural, but yeah. I don't find those kinds of supernatural things as scary. Huh. So, <laughs> so far it's one note to my no, <laughs> next one. I was in my bedroom doing the typical at home teenager thing, staying up late, digging around the depths of the internet, and generally just not paying attention to anything other than what was on my monitor. It was the early morning, around two a.m., and everyone in my house was asleep but me. The room was nice and warm, despite it being the dead of winter, since we had the windows replaced last week. We'd been losing heat, especially in my bedroom through some old storm windows, but the bitter cold was now kept outside. I don't remember what I was doing. I think in the terror that consumed me, I must have forgotten. I heard a noise at my window. Not the sound of a bug fly into it or the shrubs brushing against it. No, this was an odd noise. A thumping sound, something I'd never ever heard before. I didn't think anything of it initially. Whether that was because I genuinely believed it was nothing or because I just didn't want to find out where it was, I can't say, but I sat there for a moment Just listened to it. It was distinctly rhythmic. Thump, thump, thump. It only lasted 15 seconds or so and then stopped. I shuddered but shrugged it off and, after spending an hour or two browsing and consciously not looking towards the window, turned my computer off and fell into an easy but uneventful sleep. This morning, after the sun had been up for a few hours and the things that go bump in the night were, well, they were doing whatever they do during the daylight hours. I walked to my window and spent a few minutes trying to replicate the sound I had heard. I tapped the window, bumped it with some soft objects, even locked and unlocked it, but I couldn't for the life of me figure out what had made that sound, nothing I did was even close. I figured that the event had been a flick and the day was normal until this evening. My dad arrived home from work at the usual time and decided that the house was too stuffy, so he came into my room and went to open the window. We're in Texas, so winter evenings are sometimes very comfortable, as was the case today. Never in my life before that moment have I genuinely wished to be deaf. My dad forgot to unlock the window before trying to open it, and when he pulled up, it produced the same noise I heard last night. My window only has handles on the inside. took mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, that 2-1? T- that t- <laughs> no, hey. I thought like 2 now This one is a true
0: story. When my brother Stephen and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old house slightly out the way. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the back garden, but our favourite thing was the ghost. We called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings Stephen and I would get up and on each of our nightstands we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there worried that we'd get thirsty through the night, she just wanted to take care of us. Among the house's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair which we kept against the back wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied watching TV or playing a game, mother would inch that chair forward across the room towards us. Sometimes she'd manage to move it all the way to the centre of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall, mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we'd moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the house's original occupant, a widow. She had murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poison milk before bed and then she'd hanged herself. The article included a photo of the house's living room with a woman's body hanging from a beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placed exactly in the centre of the room.
1: Mm. Nah. True story. True story? Yeah. Fuck off. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Did not make it scare you? No. Because oh, no. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> I, I know you'd guzzle that milk right <laughs> then.
0: Oh no, the cups were empty. It was just a representation of what she used to do. So what do you think, listeners? Who won? Was it Matt clearly, obviously, better stories with a better (laughs) ending and good twists? Or was it Liam's mediocre? But well read.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well read, atmospheric and suspenseful readings. Let us know. Get us at the
0: usual places. Get us on Facebook, search Scott and Liam vs. Evil, find the page and the group, join the group, like the page, get involved. You can find us on Twitter at Scott vs., on Instagram, Scott and vs. Evil, and you can send us all your weird and wonderful stories, movie requests, uh, movie picks to Scott and vs. Evil at hotmeal.com.
1: Cheers. See you later. Happy Halloween. <laughs>